can't stop that. Hey, coach, your shoe's untied, sir. Oh, thank you, Mr. Murray. <laughs> Woo, look at that bow. Look at that. I tied that. I tied that shit. Can I get something on the bow? Let me get some. Are you crazy? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? Since when is winning not enough? Playing hard, not enough. No, you have to humiliate your opponent. Taught him after every score. You won four games last season. Four. What gives you the right to take the game that I love with trash talk and taunting? What gives you the right to wear Richmond on your chest and act like punks? Coach, they were joined too. So? You can't show some class? Act like a champion? You owe me 500 push-ups apiece. On the line! Now! Who's that creeping through my window? Before you come outside, I got the info. Took it to the end zone from the end zone. It's the Mally Rose no, Podcast, episode 114. Let's go. Wanna hit the jack, then what you call for? All that out your name shit, that ain't called for. Mm. Who that creeping on the tennis dark? All that falling love shit, got it, Kevin Hart. Yeah. All that speed and fast shit, we might tell apart. Y'all ready to go into this weekend? I might Keep bouncing that ass, you just might get a word. Yeah, if she bad, she get a pass into the tour. Passes through the family. Grab a bass like Janet. Outside side, don't panic. Gotta switch, gotta change up transit. Still jump around, move fancy. And I still don't like shit fancy. Up late, feeling real chancy. Yeah, outside, really trying to hear me. Yeah. Who's that? Some of y'all been locked in for 114 window. weeks. Before you come Ain't outside, that crazy? I got the info. info. Took it to the end zone from the end zone. Yeah. No, I love the smoke, you love the lick, no. Wanna hit the jack, then what you call for? Yeah. All that out your name shit, that ain't called for. Hey, Travis. We're gonna do this one for the records. Once again, taking y'all back to year 2011. Yeah, man, so special, so special. This this time, the Mally Bros Podcast. You rocking with us? Episode 114. I want to see everybody get lifted on this Friday. We got a big weekend coming up right here. Big shout out to Cleveland, Stiley, MMG. Something so special. Let's get it. I'ma show you, I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel Chrome on the feet, chrome pipes, chrome grill Swing cock the wheel, hope my drink don't spill Damn, I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel I'ma show you, I'ma show hey, you Redis how to twerk the wheel I'ma show you, I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel Chrome on the feet, chrome pipes, chrome grill Swing cock the wheel, hope my drink don't spill Damn. I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel Two fingers bending corners, the block stand still Cops on my heels, but I'm beating down still Chrome on my lap for these jackets out to kill Feet to kill, it's magic how the paint pop the grill Pop the clutch and squeal, blaze chop like Kill Bill I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel I'ma show you how to twerk the wheel 
damn. I just wanna yeah, play this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. They gave my man a Hollywood star this weekend. Or this past week. Y'all yeah. know how yeah, big yeah, of a deal yeah, that yeah. is? As a fact. <laughs> this man been gone three yeah. years. Three years later, I get a Hollywood star. Who else, man? The fact. R.I.P. Yeah, so yeah, I wanna see y'all yeah, turn yeah. up to this one. BC! Hey. I was riding around in the V12 with the racks in the middle. Man, I need some volume on that. They let my dog out the kennel. When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches. Young nigga been focused on my check. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Trying to put the water on my potato. I got killers to the left of me. Where's lurking on her? Ain't show no mercy on her. We're going back to back. We put a curfew on her. It was dark clouds on us, but that was perfect for us. We know you always crash and burn, but it was working for us. Let my tent to V12, double check the details. Gotta cross my T's and dye my eyes or I can't sleep well. Millions off of retail, once again I prevail. Knew that shit was over from the day I dropped my pre-sale. Hold up, let the beat build. See me in the street still. I've been fighting battles up a steep hill. They gave my road dog 12, it was a sweet deal. And I've been riding solo trying to rebuild. Look. I was riding around in the V12 with the racks in the middle. Had a friend almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel. When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches. Young nigga been focused on my check. Mm -hmm. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Mm -hmm. Tryna put the water on my protect. We let it rock. Fuck this nigga Jerome. I got killers to the left of me. Yeah. Look. Under no condition. Would you ever catch me slipping? Motorcated shooters plus the Maybach chauffeur driven. If they catch me with it, don't send me off to prison. Judge ain't sympathizing. Court don't show forgiveness. Engine in the Lambo drowning out the music. with the flowers. Man, man, something so special. Something been, so special. I've been saying it a lot recently. This nigga sound like somebody that came off a of horror. What you call it? You sound like somebody that somebody just performed and they gave you the mic back. Yeah. <laughs> it's a special night. Who we got next? <laughs> I still hate this. Valley symbol. <laughs> yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 114. Um, happy Friday. 100. Um, happy weekend to everybody. What is it still? Whose season is it? It's still cancer season? No, it's August. Leo's. Leo's Leo season. season. Mm -hmm. Shout out to y'all. Whoever got a B-Day. Yep, and my man Terrell's fresh off a plane. For sure. Fresh off a plane. Well, not fresh, fresh off a plane, but. But yeah. Pick the nigga up from yeah, the yeah. airport. You've always got someone. Look, to... I'm waiting for my gas tank to be replenished. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you forgot about that. <laughs> Been a day or two, <laughs> but <laughs> day or two, but it get me right. <laughs> Damn, I need gas. Anyway, um, but yeah, you look like you got gas, boy. Blow that ass. Do I look darker? Like, did I get a tan or no? Uh, I think so. Maybe a little something. A little something. Look at that arm next to you. Boy. Weak ass for so trying to flex it. If you was a chicken wing, they'd be like, these wings is getting small. Boy, that's 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 not true. 
But yeah, I'm, a, I'm one of them mud dog crabs. I'm not one of them little crabs. I'm a decent crab. Regular males. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, but yeah, went back to DR this week. Um, on a uh, like a little summer vacation, me and my girl was dope, and um, literally just got back the other day, and uh, well, day before yesterday, and yeah, it was it was dope. Terrence had the uh the whole Maryland side to himself. One hundred, one hundred. I ran into some issues this week. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> straight. You know, straight. Like, you know how you feel like you need it? Yeah, I had to get back to help the nigga out. You know how a motherfucker be on break and you going through it, but you try and help them out with they break? Or you just bit, not really going through it. You know, I want y'all to make, make y'all think that I was going through shit. But you know how like you kind of like holding shit down. And then somebody over there, oh yeah, what y'all doing? All right, bet. Hang up. Nah, you know that used to be your the business? worst. Remember working with a nigga? Yeah, it's busy as fucking. Somebody said, look, I'm going to lunch. You think, enjoy your lunch. What you get? All right, bet. Bet, I can help you right here. (laughs) Be with y'all in a minute. Yup. Ooh-wee. Terrell actually got an estate out there. We bought some property out in DR. So when Terrell goes out there, they just stayed at the property that we bought. You know what I'm saying? It's got like three bedrooms, beach view. So it's dope, you know, to be able to have some property all the way out in a different country. Terrence is a lion. <laughs> He's a fucking liar. <laughs> and this is what I was going to tell you. This is what I going to ask you. Is it lying? What if I'm manifesting? I'm speaking into exists. Let's talk about that, Terrence, because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> look, it's, you're right, but look. There's a difference between manifesting and lying. I'm manifesting. I got, I'm manifesting. I'm putting, if I don't speak it out there, one day I really have that. It's like when niggas as up-and-coming rappers be like, I'm the best rapper in the world. You got to tell yourself that. You got to tell yourself. You got to feel like you're the greatest. I believe that, though. I'm the best player on this court right now. When I walk in the gym, yeah, there's but... niggas in there that are stronger than me. But I still say, I'm the best nigga in this gym. If you know me and you if you listen to me, or you listen to this podcast and you see me in the gym, just know when I'm in that gym, I feel like I'm, I'm sunny. But the reality that's is... My, that's my internal thought, though. I'm not out here like, you a bitch, you a bitch. None of y'all on my level. I just feel like that. I wouldn't be able to keep going if I didn't feel like that. It's cool that you feel that way, but at the same time, it could also not be true. But what if I'm manifesting it? What if I'm manifesting, manifesting being that dude? That's like saying I'm about to be a millionaire. Manifestation. Oh, that? Manifesting. Cool. That's a manifestation. How? I'm a realist. I, people that used to work with me know that I, the one thing I used to hate hearing is, look, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll we figure it be, out. We'll be good. Hard, look, such and such can't come in. This person called out such and said, we'll figure it out. No, I need to know what the fuck we about to do yeah. because that don't work for me. This really. nigga try to steal my swag with the bracelet vibe. Y'all see the, the bracelet? I had mine first. But you didn't even have mine's your 14, shit on. Mine's 14 karat. You ever see a in nigga? In the pool, ocean with it. It's like, nah, it's not. <laughs> I'm about to say. Got this bad boy on right our state. On our state. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all. Y'all know how many motherfuckers be on y'all TLs lying? No bullshit. That's why that shit is dangerous. So why why not just join the party? You right? You can't beat them. Join them. Y'all believe in the lies. How many of y'all thought I was dead ass when I just said it about the estate? You right now listening to this? No bullshit. Damn. Yeah. These damn. These niggas really doing this podcast <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and look, this is this is a pro tip for anybody who ever wonders. You're not gonna make any money from podcasting just if you just post a podcast. Some people don't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know that. Me and Terrell don't get money for posting the podcast every week. Sure don't. It's a little pro tip for anybody who might want to stop. And you know what? 
this is another pro tip for anybody, especially my fellas out there that might say, you know what, me and my niggas, we about to start a podcast. Let me tell you something that somebody else might not tell you. Or you might already know, but you're just going to hear from me. Podcasting, if you if you a nigga that do a podcast, you need to understand how you about to be looking. Yeah. And how women and maybe even your friends and fam going to start looking at your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because be, being a podcaster sitting in front of a mic, you definitely going to get looked at a specific way. It's going to be some girls that won't even look your way. Won't even, you know what I'm saying, respond or do nothing with you when they see that you sit in front of a mic all the time. Yeah. Because, because niggas have completely destroyed 100. male podcasting. It's crazy because like a couple years ago, when we started, it was not in 2019, COVID. It wasn't as, as much? It was not this bad. No, 2020. I'm sorry. 2020, it was not that bad. And niggas were starting podcasts. It wasn't until like the whole fresh and fit, yeah, what I like, toxic to- podcast shit started coming out. Yeah, and then shit started spilling out. What I like to say is niggas went from the comment comment section to podcasting. Like niggas literally took their thoughts from the comment section to voicing that shit on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, now that shit is a topic on your podcast. Niggas used to leave whack comments and you get smacked for it. Tweets. Now, mm-hmm. you need to understand where, like, what do you say? The majority is, like, the majority of it is bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I so, wouldn't say what, that, but the majority that gets the publicity is bad. So that's what people think. Most podcasts are about sports and other shit. Nah, yeah, you're right. Most men podcasts are about sports or fucking stuff like that. Yeah. Most people that do leisure-based we sitting around, we're going to talk about the culture, we're going to talk about pop culture yep. podcasts. Niggas start leaning into them crazy topics. But let's talk about this, though. The ladies have been making it very even. That's a very good point. Women say just as much reckless shit on their podcast as men. Oh, my God, it's been bad. We say some fucked up shit, but women say, women been, y'all been catching up for sure. They need to take the mics away from the women, too. They took your mic, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need to be saying that to them. Let's let some of these ladies. <laughs> hey, look, for real though. Uh, damn, what else was I about to say? I totally forgot. You know what I did want to say? Wait. I spent a lot of time in the airports. That's what um, I wanted to go back to. Spent a lot of time in the airports. Anybody want to know where I stayed? I stayed at Excellence in uh, Punta Cana. Fucking amazing resort. Shout out to them. Food was great. Y'all know resort. If you if you somebody that does like the little all the all inclusive resorts and stuff like that, y'all know all inclusive resort food is not the best. But this joint, trust me. And we got a, a little, like a steak with them, like well, a side piece on the shit with steak. You know, they're great partners. They, they, they look out for us when we go out. They tell us that they love us. They, they treat us nice. Free massages. We well, go ahead, real. <laughs> but the, the, uh, the food at that joint, at Excellence, is dope. Both Excellence people. I heard El Carmen is good too. But um, I spent a lot of time at airports. And what I noticed is that some of you niggas on a couple trips have no airport etiquette when it comes to you and your lady in the airport or you and your family in the airport. Okay. So this is a, I'm going to, I'm going to just give y'all a little bit of game if you're traveling with your girl. Number one, if you have a suitcase and your girl has a suitcase, Mm -hmm. you should be pushing or holding or pulling both suitcases. Your woman gets the luxury of walking. She might have her 
carry-on bag or her purse. Mm-hmm. But she should be able to walk free. If she wants to stop at the duty, uh, the duty-free whatever store or the Hudson News, whatever, you as the man should have the suitcase. I've seen so many niggas. This dude had girl had suitcase was bigger than his. He pushing his little drink because he didn't pack as much because he probably just going to wear, you know, whatever. She pulling her suitcase, got her purse. Y'all doing, y'all doing it wrong. 100, 100. Also, niggas, if you sit in the little three seat, because look, not, oh, I didn't fly first class. I'm not going to lie. We flew JetBlue. But look, though, if you get a window seat, middle seat, and then y'all leave the aisle seat yeah. or vice versa, you as the man sit in the middle or give your girl the window or give her the aisle. Unless you're a super tall nigga, you got to stretch your leg out for some reason. Yeah. I'm tall too. I'm 6'3". I still sit the middle because I don't want my girl to have to feel like she got to sit next to. Hold on, wait, run that back. You say let your girl sit in either the middle or the window seat. Let your you girl sit the aisle or the window. You sit the middle because whoever else comes, your girl should be comfortable to know that the window's at her side and then it's you. Nah, yeah, you're right, 100. Or don't make your girl sit next to the. It's the same thing in the movies. Y'all go to the movies and y'all seats is like towards the edge, or yeah, it's a empty chairs on that side, and there's somebody sitting there. You're supposed to sit next to the person. Nah, yeah. Let your girl have that free side until somebody comes sit next to her. It also go to like if you go to a restaurant, you're supposed to let like if it's a, if it's a table right here, I'll have her sit on this side. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So, that, so she ain't got the, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in her face. Everybody oh, okay, be in my yeah. face. And her, mm-hmm. her back is to, is to me. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to shit like that. And I hold, nah, you sit on this side. I'm going to sit on this side. Yeah. And you know, a lot of men don't like sitting with their back towards the door. Dad, dad will never sit with his back toward any door. Why? I don't know. When you grew up in the 70s. <laughs> or in the hood, yeah. Yeah. You just see who coming you in and out. You never know. Yeah. And so I get that. But I get what you're saying, though. But, yeah, it's just a bunch of that. Like, when you taking when you're at TSA and you taking off all your shit, yeah. you're supposed to let your girl, you're supposed to let her go first. So nah, that way yeah. I can see what I'm doing. I can see what she's doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If she forgets some shit, I can see this back here. Her, my buckets is behind her bucket. I'm not at the front pushing my shit through. I'm already in the jump. Come on, bro. Like, are y'all together? Then also, y'all got to walk as a unit. <laughs> The funniest shit ever is when you see a couple and one person is way up here. And this is not just a, 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 a lady's thing. Yeah. Because I had to tell my girl, hey, look, we got to move as a unit. Because mm-hmm. my girl will get to walking all the way. Yeah. My, mind you, I got the bags. So even though you walking free, just like you leaving me in the, in the back. Okay, yeah. I got everything. I got all, all out shit. So that one is like vice versa. Nah, yeah. But... That's the one thing that I noticed at the airport. I'm like, damn, these niggas is chivalry. 100. Yeah, like y'all, you gotta get your, when your girl come over, she got her little spin the night bag. Y'all letting y'all girl walk up the steps or walk to y'all crib with the, with the spin the night bag? Some of you niggas. Hands in your basketball shorts with the flip flops and white socks walking beside her. She got her, her spin the night bag on her shoulder? Come on, bro. Chivalry. Damn. But you would think that that would be like some, that's, what do they call it? What do they, what do they call it? That's not, ba- ba- not, not basic. That's, uh, Bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> That's plenty of shit, though. Hey, what was the, uh, what was the, uh, damn, what did I want to ask you about the airport? Uh, was some COVID shit? Not really COVID shit. I don't even remember. 
how was the flight? Not necessarily how was the flight, but like, you know what I'm saying? The was flight. it you? You Ter- Terrell got on two connecting flights or two planes. Yeah, we had layover. You know what I'm saying nobody really talks to me. I don't know about y'all. I haven't traveled since 2000, maybe 18. I haven't been mm. on a plane since then. But I always remember the the sky, the, the flying. Like mom and dad was talking about dipping and dipping, and all. Oh, at one point, this happened. You don't never talk about. I plane. told you the last time I came home in uh in April when I came back from Costa Rica and that nigga passed out on the plane in the middle of the aisle and I thought somebody was dying. Oh damn! Nigga goes to the bathroom. He's walking back. I see him out of the, my periphery. I'm, I was watching uh I forget what movie I was watching. Yeah. Um, but all you hear is a big ass thud. Boom! And people go oh 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 oh! Somebody get help! That is crazy. I was terrified. Yeah. Somebody help him. Somebody help. Oh, I'm fucking Jesus. Please in the air. You know what, y'all? If somebody were to try to hold up the plane on some 9-11 shit, we just got to start making a bunch of fucking noise. What you mean? Nah, we need to all attack these motherfuckers. But that's what I mean. Nah, but not even really attack. But like, yo, we making some rockets on this joint. Yo, all right, back. Back. Let's switch seats, man. Terry, hold on, wait. You can't make a joke about this. <laughs> How? You can't make a joke about this. <laughs> Let's we switch these, back. Stick them with my motherfucking. Terry, you cannot make a joke about this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, you make eye contact Terrence, I'm with not the other brave you... nigga on the plane. Look. <laughs> Terry, you can't make a joke about this. Damn, we're going to get canceled. What y'all got on this plane that y'all about to take the whole joint down with? How y'all get through TSA? Now, yeah. How? We up here with the box cutters. A box cutter? Do you know? You better be precise with You better be a motherfucking samurai with that joint because I take a lot. I was was talking to dad about that. Do you know before 9-11, a lot of you niggas was born in 2001, young niggas. Um, But before 9-11, you ever seen, like, you remember on Liar Liar? When uh, Jim Carrey ran through the airport and managed to catch him to the plane. Yeah. I was telling dad, I was like, it's crazy that he did that because he had to get through. Uh, how did he go through all of the TSA? Like, how would he manage to get out there? Yeah. And dad was like, do you know how easy it was to get to the airport before 9-11 happened? That's the reason that shit went down like that. Nah, no bullshit. That's the reason why it's How would they get on the plane with box cutters? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You would have never made, be able to make it past TSA. This is my also, this also my thing. How the fuck do we even know that they had box cutters? How the fuck do we even know that they what they had on the plane? Did they did anybody did they ever come out? Did they ever somebody on the plane reported that? Like you know what I'm saying? I think there was recorded. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. But this that is shit. not me trying to disrespect the people that were on that plane. You know, Terrence is disrespectful. And How? I'm talking about being a shade. A, I'm talking about being a hero. When the plane landed on some flight shit and we got these motherfuckers on. I was getting ready to watch that joint on the plane, and I said, hell no. I told Troy he should have just went against the grain and watched that joint and just said, fuck it. Hell no. Nah. We hit a little turby. <laughs> but I got some random shit. Did you see what the Six Flag, the Six Flag CEO said? No. You didn't? No. Oh, and look, when you, got, when you want to talk about some shit, Terrell, just say it. Don't say, did you see this? Did you want to talk about this? No, nah, because I it ain't like I'm going to say no. I don't need to be taught. Obviously, he does need life lessons. You look like Life Jennings, boy. Who you look like? What's 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 Life Jennings' best song? Um, 
Look, the motherfuckers that love life. Nice. Ever someone who would come home to from a long day away. <laughs> hey, look, is this uh that's Coach Carter, right? Wasn't that in uh Yes, it was. I feel like it was. When Kenya had Ashanti when in the Kenya bedroom, was like milk on the stove. I don't know if I'm ready for this baby. This nigga was tripping. Knew he had college. Uh, <laughs> knew he had some recruits. Um, that's funny as shit that we know that that came out in 2004. Um, but the Six Flags CEO, the CEO of Six Flags, probably y'all know I'm a coast enthusiast a little bit. Um, the Six Flags CEO came out and said we became a cheap daycare. For teenagers, right? He said that to the New York Post. Oh, shit. And when they asked what he means, he says, we want to be a park for the middle class, even the lower middle class. We believe our demographic is the average income of the U.S., and I'm migrating a little bit from what I call the Kmart, Walmart customer to maybe the Target customer, if I, say, if I can say that. And everybody was up in arms saying, he's talking about blacks. Yeah. <laughs> because he's trying to graduate from the Walmart, Kmart level customer to the target. I, for one, completely understand what he's talking about. Nah, yeah, because like, like low-key Six Flags is that park where we say, all right, bet we're not going to go here, but we can just go to Six Flags. Right. You know? So think about this. Cedar Fair Parks, they own Cedar Point. They own uh, King's Dominion, yeah. fucking uh, Hershey, Dorney Park in what's the name, Knott's Berry. All these nicer parks, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the nicer joints. Yeah. They. Amusement parks, y'all. Yeah. Six Flags outside of like um, the Tampa joint and a couple of the other ones. Even New Jersey. New Jer even Six Flags New Jersey has some of the best rides. That joint get, can get ghetto. The one out here, super ghetto, to the point where it's not even like the people that are going there, but the people that they're hiring to work there. Yeah. You you work you go to the, go to the amusement park nowadays. Young ass kids that don't give a fuck, no leadership, rude as fuck behind the counter. And you gotta think about it, when we grew up, you could work at Six Flags, mm -hmm. but it wasn't just like ghetto, like okay. that, like it is now. You would not like if he had got up there and said, I want to have a less ghetto. I know, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. it now, though. I wouldn't have, but only because I've seen it and I've said the same thing. It's kind of like, damn. I just like get going from the Kmart to the Walmart customer. I think what sticks out from what he said is being a daycare. Because low-key, you do have people dropping their kids off. It don't cost that much. Y'all stay up there on both sides. You work there if, if for the kids that are attending. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Six Flags never really been the most expensive amusement park. But I feel like, I mean, you've also been that vessel for this middle and lower class that you're talking about elevating from. Yeah. Now you take away that resource. That's and I true. think, you know, maybe you just need to fix your fucking staff, Six Flags CEO. Don't blame. You blaming. Because you know what? You're making it seem like them lower and middle class people don't go to Target, but they only go to Walmart. They do go to Target, but guess what? It ain't the customers in Target that makes Target different. It's the Target. That, you know what I'm saying? Walmart got dirty-ass floors, dirty-ass, lame-ass fucking merchandising. Mm. They self-checkout is beast. But, and they make way more money than Target. 
But this the thing, and right, we shit on our company. We making way more money than y'all. No, I'm talking about y'all open on Thanksgiving. I'm talking about Walmart. You talking about Walmart? I'm talking about Walmart. Okay, yeah. yeah. But look, and then them super Walmarts. Walmart has immaculate deals, but the culture in Walmart is what it is because of Walmart. Mm-hmm. We put our, you know what I'm saying? We're putting our attention here and not here as to where Target pays more attention here and their priorities line up with a certain culture walking in. So yeah. maybe that's what you need to do, Mr. Six Flags owner, because low key, don't just be shitting on the, the lower and middle class acting like they fucking up the park. The culture that you have managed to have in Six Flags, New Jersey, Six Flags, Great Adventure, you should have that same culture. But Great Adventure is ghetto. You talking about, okay, okay, Six Flags, Great America in fucking, let's talk about Six Flags in Tampa. All right, because that, that, that's one of the best ones. Six Flags in Tampa. That's, so that's how it thing. should be everywhere. I should be able to walk in Walmart and say, damn, this joint nice and clean and feel like a Target. But let me ask you this, <laughs> because one thing you got to realize about Walmart and Target is that Target costs considerably more for, like, if you want to go grocery shopping in Walmart, yeah, it's going to cost you more in Target than it will in Walmart. So what the Six Flags CEO going to have to do is continue, because he already done raised the prices, but he's going to raise the prices, because believe it or not, the people that go to Target can afford Target. It is a different demographic. People that go to Walmart... A lot of times they can't afford Target. So you're going to get a lot of the lower yeah. class folks. But are you trying to change the world or just if I'm a, maze if, your way through it, you know? If I own Six Flags, am I? If we up our standards to how shit is supposed to be in Six Flags, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't that then change the expectation of the people coming in? Yeah. Because those people will still go to, look. The same people that are going Walmart and treat it like shit, they don't do that when they go to Target because of the Target culture. Right. Feel me? It ain't. Terrell, don't it sound like he's blaming the customers? It does. You know what I'm saying? Well, our store is only dirty because these fucking customers come in. If you was a GM going into a store and you got a sales manager that's telling you, what, well, you know, this, this store is dirty because these people, man, they dirty. Fuck that. But see, that's different because I don't control... I don't control. I can't control how much shit costs in my store. I can't control the price of admission. So if I own, if I was the owner of a Walmart and I want to get higher standards, that means I'm have to. I'm gonna have to invest. It costs money. A lot of people don't get it. The reason why it costs more for that cheese in Target than it does for it in Walmart is because you not. A lot of that, the way it looks, the cleanliness, the staffing. The way shit is so easy, the way shit is set up, a lot of that shit trickles right on down into the price of what they charge for shit. That's true. I just think, you know what? Fix your culture. The people in the park don't give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. Neither will the motherfuckers who come here. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Roaches don't go to clean ass houses. They say, this motherfucker dirty. Come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They dropping crumbs and shit in here. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Roaches don't go to clean houses. I love that. Oh, but, you know what? And I'm sorry for everybody. We have li- listeners all across the globe. Not trying to flex, but literally people that may have it. no idea what Six Flags is. Amusement park, roller coasters and shit. Mm-hmm. And so that's the... Sorry about that, y'all. Yeah. You ever been listening to something that you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Right. That's Yeah. <laughs> but look, I'm going to say this throughout the, the podcast. Me and Terrell are going live on Patreon 
tonight if you're listening to this on Friday. That's right. Friday night live. That's not what it's going to be called. But I know I told y'all I was going to go live last week. But when I thought about it, I said, man, I don't want to go live by myself. Move. I felt like, Move. 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 all right, cool. It would be dope if we had a boo button. I know. Niggas need to set their game up and potty. But <laughs> I said, man, I felt like the, the, the real is not on Patreon. I felt like they support me and Terrell. So that's what I wanted to give him. I said, when Terrell comes back, I'm bringing his bitch ass on live. That way y'all can connect no with us. We're going to talk about certain topics that we might talk about on the podcast, answer some of y'all questions, give advice, have a good time. We'll probably be on there for like, oh no, A couple hours. A couple hours. So we call it 9 o'clock? Nah, let's do it earlier than that. Let's do it earlier than that. Maybe like, maybe like 8, you know what I'm saying? Maybe 8 or 9. 7. All right, bet, yeah. That way we're not peeking off into the late okay. night, you know what I'm saying? But that's going to be bet. something that we're going to try to bring, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to be fun. Hopefully we might have it looking like this. Like a live pod in a yeah, way. For sure. So, it's going to be But fun. it's really about y'all, though. So the ones, the people that show up, those are the people we're going to try to connect with. We're not going to have like a, it's not like an extra pod. Right. So, and real quick, wouldn't it have been so dope, y'all, to just get on live with Terrence? Maybe we will be able to just have that one-on-one with Terrence. Maybe, I mean, if y'all really want that, I would do that. But I said, man... I be wanting to give y'all what I feel like y'all want to see, which is me and Terrell, you know? That's just what I be thinking. But if y'all really want, but this is what I was also going to say. I want to go on my IG live a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, for everybody. But I feel like the ones that support us on Patreon want to see both of us. And that's why I said, I think I'm about to start going live on my IG a little bit more. Because I think IG live is just dope. I haven't been on IG live in over two years almost. Yeah. But... Shout out to that Realist Night on Patreon. Turn up Friday night. Let's get it. Friday night. For real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask you this, and this is a random ass question. If you went to Cadillac Ranch or any of these places where they have the bull, would you get on the bull and, and ride the bull and, and see if you can stay on the bull? Would you get nah. on it? Nah. No. No? I'm just not that guy. Why not? I've never been that. I've never been him. Never, never been, been him? Who, so who is that guy? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've also never really been like drunk in these places when they do the bull. Yeah. Maybe if I was drunk and with a, a party and everybody's doing it. Yeah. But I normally be going to these places on dates and shit. Yeah. I'm not getting on the bull. So if it was you and your boys and y'all was turned up and, and they we said, all drunk and they said, y'all trying to get on the bull. Niggas are competitive. So it might be turned into a, you know what I'm saying? Like a competition yeah. type thing. But it's just a big pause situation. So you would do it? No. <laughs> you go to your man and say, I bet you can't ride longer than me. This whole situation this is called for a pause. Whoa, hold up. We're not doing pause no more. Here we go. Okay, maybe we can bring it up in this situation. Because you know what I was going to yeah, say? There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> me, this don't have nothing to do with sexuality. Or maybe it don't. But so I don't want to. something that's completely <laughs> about <laughs> I don't want to get on the bull because it's most likely going to be a man controlling the joint. And what, he going to spin me around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, he going to start me off slow? You know what I mean? Nah. If it's a lady on that joint, and it's a girl bull. This is ridiculous. And we just, we're totally going against everything we said last week. <laughs> but I was at the public house, uh, what was it, like two days ago we went to public house, National Harbor. 
And right across the way is that Cadillac Ranch. You know, oh, they have the bull there. They have the bull there. I said, you know what? As a grown-ass man, if I had a son or a daughter and we go there and then my son is like, Daddy, I want you to try to get on. That's going to change that the dynamic. Yeah. Or my daughter wants me to try to get on. Yeah. That's different. Because, yeah, the, my, my purpose is different for me being on this. Yeah, it's for her. And then look, if you are the best at the ride and the bull, Look, what if I'm riding that joint? What if I'm not getting off that joint? <laughs> Look, the motherfucker sweating trying to knock me off that joint. He pulling out all of his tricks trying Man, to rock me. This is Paul's crazy. <laughs> Don't say Paul's. We not doing it. And if Yo. you are, we're talking about the bull ride. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I this said he's crazy. pulling out his tricks. Yeah, you did. But you said he was sweating. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> but look, we talking about the bull ride, nigga. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I know that's why, and I know that's, that's wiggy. But look, uh, damn, what was I about to say about the Cadillac Ranch bull? You said, what if you was riding the bull, and you would no? Know. But this is what I was thinking too. <laughs> the man that has none of that on his mind. Right? Guess how great of a night that man has at the Cadillac Ranch. Or wherever y'all might go where they have the, the rodeo bull ride. For those who don't know, there's a mechanical bull. You get on the mechanical bull, and there's an operator that tries to, like, take you off. It's like going to a rodeo, you know? How the people at the rodeo, they get on the bull. Mm-hmm. So just think about if you weren't thinking about sexuality. You're not thinking about none of that shit. And we're not, we're not taking it back here. I'm it's not just, thinking about that. I just don't want That wanna... man that gets on that bull with no shame... Have a hell of a night. Drinks, food, I got on a bull. That's why I say if I was drunk, I would probably do it. They probably enjoy their life more. But look, we so, nah, I'm not that, I'm not that guy, I'm not that guy. We lame as shit. <laughs> All right, baby, we're moving on. I do want to ask you this. Have you ever talked to a girl for the first time? Mm-hmm. Maybe whether it be FaceTime, whether you linked up with her on a date, and after it was over, you just knew. And she wasn't gonna fuck with you no more. That happened to me. <laughs> oh, she wasn't gonna fuck with me. She or wasn't, wasn't gonna, gonna fuck with you. Not. I'm not gonna talk to her. I mean, you know, you fucked the money up, and you just know that you wasn't gonna talk to her no more. Cause I got, I got a. Uh, damn, has that happened to me? Maybe you went on. Look, it could even be a FaceTime. You, you might meet a shorty. You know oh, what I'm saying? You FaceTime, sure. and then you just realize what the fuck was I even talking about? Yeah. For sure. I have a crazy... Yeah, I actually do have a story. Do you want to share? I mean, yeah. Ah, uh, damn. How, what year is this? I forget. You want me to say mine and then you think of yours? Yeah, yeah. You say yours first. I ain't going to lie, y'all. This was in the peak of me getting fried. <laughs> I met this joint on Instagram, and I just thought she was gorgeous for real. I ain't capping. Don't give a damn. I thought she was gorgeous. I was nervous. You know how you, you know how, I don't know about y'all, you know how you about to FaceTime or call a girl for the first time and you just like looking at the number or the call and, I mean, y'all could be different than me, but mm-hmm. me keeping a hundred, I'm looking at, I look at the, the, the name for a minute, you know what I'm saying? You getting your, you, you looking getting, at the FaceTime looking at how you camera. look, you know what I'm saying? I'm nervous as fuck. Joints start ringing and you get the, oh shit. Joints start connecting, that connecting, ooh, you ain't never FaceTimed her before. I got on that joint and I felt like the FaceTime date was cool. You know what I'm saying? Was she in the camera when you when she answered? Or did you see nothing but ceiling fan? She was fine as hell just sitting in the camera. I'm like, damn, and look, she was cool as shit. I just knew she was cool, but this the this the fucked up thing. I smoked before 
I got on FaceTime just trying to like, you know how Kanye said, did he smoke something before he came out here? And he was like, I ain't gonna lie, I did. I took the edge off. You never seen that video? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would try and knock the edge off and not be nervous. <laughs> but I ain't realized that I felt like I was a little too baked. You know what I mean? Yeah? Yeah. This is me being this is me keeping on it. And the convo I felt like was cool, but I also felt like I was asking a lot of questions. Because you know, you get fried, you know. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. And I'm not blaming it all on that, but I am, you know? And this the fucked up part. I knew it was fucked up, and I knew I fucked up. I didn't know I fucked up until we got off the call, you know? She was cool the whole time. We was talking the whole time. And this is me keeping 100, y'all. When I said, all right, we said, all right, I'm, you know what I'm saying? This was fun. We got to do this again type shit. She was like, yeah, this was good. You know, we got to do this again or whatever. When we got off the phone, her face looked like, fuck no. And I don't know if she didn't know that I saw her. Or could see her, but like her face looked like once we once she when she was hanging up, when she was going to hit the end button, her face looked like fuck that nigga. Damn. Never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. Damn. And I said, and look, it was so crazy because when the joint, doo-doo, you know what I'm saying, got off, I was sitting there like. Damn, she looked like she wasn't fucking with it. Like, she looked like she just wasn't fucking with it. She was ready to get off this jump. You was probably lie. rapping. I was probably rapping. She was probably been trying to get off that jump. I was just... That shit, that shit definitely hurt my little pride. You know what I'm saying? I said, mm-hmm. damn, because look, didn't hear from her. Hit her up. Didn't hear from her. Tried to hit her up again. Tried to set that up again. It's a dub. And look, sometimes, fellas, you're going to dub yourself the fuck out. Somebody mentioned me in a tweet that said, um, do you believe in right person, wrong time, or something like that, or, or wrong time, right yeah. person, wrong time? 100. Yeah. It could have just been the wrong time for you. It was 100% the wrong time. I think, look, your first impression is everything. If I'd yeah. have got to see her and we was at, like, say we was out and about, you know what I'm saying? Not only do I have my better, you know what I'm saying, get up on. Oh, I just remember some of the horrible shit that I was talking about. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to share that. Your story. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, but look, definitely if I was, I think if I was out and about doing my thing, just kind of, you know what I'm saying, whatever, I think she would have been able to be like, okay, he cool, he chill, you know what I'm saying? I might have had a better vibe and it could have been different. That first co- first phone call would have been different. Yeah. Talking to somebody you first met on FaceTime can be kind of... It's still a first time talking to somebody. We still trying to figure out communication and all of that. There's no ice broken mm-hmm. besides texting and setting it up. So I am I when I do a first FaceTime call just for I guess game for you niggas. I do so much homework before the call. Okay. I'm like I'm you know I me. Mean? I'm used to like I I come from conference calls. And shit like that. I took that shit serious. I mean, to all aspects of my life. So you yeah. know what I do? I would be like, bet. I'm going to call you whatever tonight, whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I will think of a bunch of different things that I want to say. I might run through your Instagram hella times type shit. Yeah. Trying to make sure like, I have a bunch of shit to talk about so that the conversation never gets dry. Yeah. 
But like, I have no problem being obsessive. Like, I seen on your Instagram, you do this. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100. showing, like, dead-ass interest. Depending on who it is. 100, 100. But look, this is what I was going to tell you. The one thing that I really learned from that situation was you need to, like you said, maybe come with a game plan, but you got to wrap your shit up. One thing that I realized, I got too, she was cool as shit. And I think that I started fucking with that. So I started falling into just enjoying being on the phone with her. And like, look, sometimes you will enjoy being on the phone, but you really need to, this is my advice, you need to get the fuck off first. You guys say, yo, all right, well, you know, I got to wake up in the morning, so, you know, I don't want to cut this short, but hopefully I get to talk to you again type shit. Or, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Def, I, was, I think I was ready to talk all night, and you never know. She might not have wanted to talk all night, you know? Yeah, that first call can't be on that wall. That was my biggest lesson learned from that. I felt like I should have wrapped it up a little bit because it got to a point where she said, all right, well, I'm about to go to bed. And it's like, damn, maybe I was right. You got to read the energy. My girl, like, my fucking the, stupid high ass was sitting there probably not reading the room like shit. I'm not reading yeah. nothing. Me and my girl sitting there for the very first time I FaceTime my girl, that I'm, like, now. We talked for, like, four hours. But it was like the energy was made sense. Yeah. If the energy don't make sense, bro, I've gotten a FaceTime. You ever you ever have a bomb ass text convo with somebody? Yeah. But then when y'all FaceTime, it's nothing like the text. One hundred. Yeah. I've had that situation happen mm-hmm. where you get on FaceTime and you like, this how you are? Oh yeah. You 100. was just, I don't know if you shy, and motherfuckers that do that, I don't understand. What they'll you mean, talk, like, talk to you, talk to they'll you on They'll talk the... crazy, detail, crazy in the text. Yeah. Then when y'all get on the phone, I don't know. Let me tell you this, though. I didn't necessarily have a situation like that, but I did have a situation where I knew that we weren't going to go out again. I just know that you don't like me like that. You know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah. Like, we went out. I'll never, I'll never forget. We went out and uh, picked the girl up. Yeah. And when we got to the restaurant, I remember her saying, I don't like guys with beards. Damn. I don't like guys with beards. I mean, yours is cute, but I don't normally talk to guys with beards. Then it was like, I don't normally talk to girls with long hair. Her sitting there with a head full of hair. (laughs) Yours is all right. You can't do that. Fuck. I'm sitting here with a whole beard, and you gonna say you don't like guys with beards? She said that. Check, please. Split the bill. <laughs> <laughs> she can pay for her salmon and her fuckboy ass martini. <laughs> cause that's what this sound like. What Chad, you mean? Don't give that false advice, cause you wouldn't do that. Oh, you don't like? Say that. Oh, you like men with wallets, huh? Terrence, don't do that. Cause you know you would still have to pay. I mean, yeah, but still, hold up. Because niggas would be like, right. I done bought your black ass all the way down to the roof, Chris, for you to tell me some bullshit. You could have told me this in the car. How no, the fuck no did you and we to hit the Wendy's drive-thru? You like Frosties? No bullshit. <laughs> Two chocolate Frosties. And then, look, you know what they say? Look, I'm getting ready to move anyway, so. That's never, she said. That's never thing she said. I'm getting ready to move anyway. I'm getting out of Maryland. I'm tired of being here. I want to go live somewhere. Damn. It's like, oh, yeah, you thinking about moving? I actually already signed a lease. Yeah. Damn, all right, bet. It's yeah, like, so. yo, I'm way, we wasting time we out here. I guess he was just trying to get to know me. I guess he was just trying to get a free cheesesteak and cake. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's popping. But well, look, now I got a brand new whip just hopped in. Brand new estate out DR that we pay for. You trying to get out of the country, huh? Huh? Jesus Christ. What Did state you, just... you going to? 
Tampa? What state you going to? Uh, Cali? I got a state in Cali. I'm manifesting that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I got a state in Tampa. We just going to go down there and manifest it. <laughs> Yo. Um, did, you have, did you see what uh, happened with Versus? What did I tell you about that? Terrence, you just fucking did that too. Fuck, I don't need to be coached. I didn't say did I. Did you see? I've been pying for two years. I don't need help. Still slipping. This nigga's been working ass? at McDonald's for two years. Still putting my burger on the bun like that. <laughs> <laughs> still putting my burger slanted on the bun like that. Why my cheese on this side and burger on this side? This nigga been working for two years. You know what they do? They make half the burger in this side of the box. And they make half the other side of the burger in that side of the box. And then they close the box. So, so your burger just clap together. That joint might land that way. They never see it. <laughs> All right, come on. Yeah, I got you. Versus, yes, sir. Versus. So Swizz Beats and Timberland are suing Trilla. If you're not familiar with Versus, y'all, I mean, everybody should know what Versus is right mm-hmm. now. Um, but it's owned by Swizz Beats and, and Timberland originally. They partnered with Trilla, right, and for a joint ownership deal. Um, and now they're suing Trilla for $28 million. And they said that ever since the partnership... Um, Triller hasn't, what do they say? They've defaulted on their deal after just two payments. And it seems like Triller has not learned their lesson and continues to play the same game. My only reason why I wanted to bring this up is because, man, in 2019, when Swizz Beats and Timberland did the first official, like, verses on Instagram Live. Yeah. What they did, like they, it was like a, it was like a back-to-back producer thing, like it was such a moment. It was, and then they started getting other artists to do it. Big shout out to the Mallory Bros for starting that whole wave. Facts. Come on. Um, but you could like, go on YouTube. You could check the dates. First, which is better was what? What was seventeen? Yeah. Who was doing it? Nobody. Show me who it. we copied that from. Anyway, now look. If you can find somebody, I'll give it to you. But fact. And people said, look, Swiss Beats and Timberland did it before Versus. I remember when they did it in 2018. Yeah, me too. I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was still a year before that. But um, it was such a... You gotta mo- give us credit for that. No, you do. Some of y'all niggas might be like, whatever, y'all. Nah, fuck that. Hold up. That whole blueprint of why that worked, I'm not going to say that we invented that. I'm not even going to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, and that's what I was going to talk about with this. So go ahead, I, you get to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I was only going to talk about the ownership and how we fuck stuff over. Okay. All I'm going to talk about is, so you go ahead. The, 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 the fact that you're trying to own something like this, you know what I'm saying? Comparing two albums or two artists, you know what I'm saying, work, and y'all brought it to a platform to be owned. It just seemed like, why? You know what I'm saying? It was dope, but it's just like, once it became this thing to be owned, it's like a medium that anybody could do. Well, this is the thing. I guess now that it's on a platform, yeah. So think about this. Like, Live Nation doesn't own any of the artists that do their concerts. Mm -hmm. But it's a Live Nation event. You know what I'm saying? So Versus did become something that we were proud to say was black-owned. They had full control over right. it. It was perfect. Because it did it become a, a thing. I completely understand the partnership and need for like capital and money and to be able to pay for the venues and shit like that. Yeah. But it's just another one of those examples of like, like I was saying, in, in uh, 2019, 2020, it was so like a, a 
a thing. Even when they couldn't get the audio right, the Teddy Riley, remember the Teddy Riley and Babyface joint? Yeah. The Nelly and Luda joint. Early joints that was on Instagram Live. Even the fucking... Uh, the T-Pain, Lord John. The Jill Scott, Erica Badu. All of those was on Instagram Live. Yeah. And the that height was, of the pandemic. Right. Before we even got to like a stage with it. Yeah. It was great. And people were saying, man, I just hope they don't sell out. I hope they don't sell out. I hope they don't sell. And then they partnered with Trill. And people were like, man, y'all sold out. And Swizz Beats was in the shade room comments saying, y'all don't get it. We got to do this because we got to be able to. And I get that. But you partner with Trailer. And then look, we knew the writing on the wall where, where shit wasn't really all the way tight like that because they started posting on the Versus page. We could have a FIFA event or whatever event. And it was like less Timberland and Swiss on their pages with it. Nah, yeah. They'd be in the comments like zone, zone, za, za, za. But. It just didn't seem like they were like the front runners. Remember, you remember, like, even the latest verses versus we had, they wasn't even there. Yeah. It was like, I guess they was on wherever they were for the even for the Omarion and Mario joint. And so I guess just the partner the partnership going bad with Triller is like, damn, like, y'all should have just kept that shit and partnered with somebody like Diddy. Or maybe or, or somebody else. Or maybe y'all just keep doing y'all own thing and then have like, I don't know, maybe sponsors. We can't really, I can't really tell y'all what to do. But I do know that becoming a part owner with somebody like Triller, you now are a part owner. So now they get part input, you know? Mm -hmm. I just feel like, and that's, that's how I felt like, we take something like that that I feel like is culturally dope, but it always, the things that are dope always end up turn into like a machine to be fixed or or like elevated so now that people can't really do it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i feel like people like swiss and timber could actually monetize something like that for their own selves yeah. you know what i mean me and terrell when we was doing youtube reactions heavy people don't understand me and terrell getting zero money from it we're not swiss we're not timberland we don't own none of this shit we don't have any input with any of the artists. We're not getting any type of paycheck from the record labels or anything like that. We don't have any partnerships. It was just like a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody coming out with, you know how these all these YouTube channels out here, they do McDonald's chicken sandwich or the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. You do that and it hits like a national level where you actually have like celebrities trying the food. Now you have this thing called food wars and food wars is a now it's like a look at business hot, look at hot ones it's kind of like hot ones but yeah it's kind of all right back kind of like hot ones where hot ones is like a a thing now and hot ones can now say this is a a partnership with this person now hot ones not really hot ones anymore because hot ones partnered with subway so now we know they about to say the new habanero subway sandwich versus and we like, damn, so all right, bet. So now we kind of just got to, like, get on the, the same page as that. Like, I was thinking about Ja Rule when he was on the uh, Drink Champs joint. He was talking about these Vibes concerts. And he was like, Vibes concert, we basically going to have an artist come and perform a classic album in concert. You know what I'm saying? And while that's, it's a dope idea, I guarantee Vibes concert will now become a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like... 
it can never just be some dope shit that old artists was, could do. Mm -hmm. And I actually love that idea. I like the idea too. Like, I think it's dope. But I think, like I said, it's and it, that is something that could be dope like verses in the beginning. Oh, that's dope. Old artists coming together. Like, now it's going to grow to be this thing that we're going to say, yo, I got this and I'm going to get money by selling it. You know what I'm saying? By letting the shit go. For sure. And now and it's going to change. But I don't have an issue with that. My issue is who we sell to. Okay, Because yeah. that's when shit start to really change. Swiss Beats and Timberland could have kept doing verses on Instagram Live. Remember they were sending people the little tech packs? Yes. They could have, as opposed to having to spend the money for the live stage aspect of it, and the crowd and booking the venue, flying the artists, and they camp out. Because it's not just the artists. You got to have, they got to bring their makeup artists. They got to bring hair, all types of shit. Mm -hmm. They DJ. You got to pay for, hell, it's way more plane tickets than two. So... They could have still did it on Instagram Live, went through somebody like a Diddy or a Jay or a fucking um, like a Steve Stout, somebody that has like a different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just some black equity up top because I feel like it would have stayed as culture as it was. It started, versus now starting to kind of teeter off into, I don't know if you remember when they put out that graphic where they said it was going to be this versus, then they had one for July, they had one for September. What happened? All we got was the Mario and what's the name joint? And that was random. They would had a producer versus on that joint. The 808 versus. You probably don't remember the graphic that showed up. Damn, I don't. It, it's just, it just went to a, uh, a different place. And it's just like, I don't know. Now we don't know about the future. Because what do they do next? Who versus who? If you can't get Chris and Usher. And see, that was my thing. Like, it's not like this. How long will we see versus? Because Versus is doing exactly what the rest of the world is doing. Same thing like this Vibes concert. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a dope idea, but it's not going to... People don't want to just have a dope idea and let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People want to turn it into a business and turn it into like a, almost like a show or, or a series lane where this is going to be something that we can expect to come. But like... You're going to run out of old artists. Yeah, nostalgia runs out. That's nostalgia is going to run out. It's just like Hollywood in these movies. You don't want to start a, oh, we're going uh, to do memories films, and then we're just going to take a, you know what I'm saying? Favorite scenes from movies and recreate them. Old, old movie. Well, look, we're going to take old gangster movies, and we're only going to play old memory gangster films. You're going to run out of old films in at least two years. Yeah. Even though there's a bunch of movies, and movies is different because there's a bunch. But it's like, it's not really for the new school. Versus not really for the new. Versus is for old. Yeah, people and that's that why understand. I'm like, damn, why? I, that's why when they said versus and it became this thing, I said, oh, so now this is going to become like a series and not just a one thing that y'all do on IG. It became like this big stage thing. Now That's why I said, all right, now we're going to have to watch, like you said, do we watch the Osley Brothers versus who? Earth, you know? Wind, that was amazing. Ozzy Brothers vs. Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's like, all right, but now it seems like the thread. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, but I guess we'll do these. But, like, what do we do going forward? And some new artists, I mean, I guess we, you can get to a point where you can do maybe some, some other artists, but you got to have the artists willing to do it. It'd be dope, dope to see a Drake versus Kanye versus, yes. but Drake and Kanye both not going to sign up for that. And, yeah. 
and Chris, like Chris Brown is on tour through October. Usher has a residency through the back half of the year in, in uh, either L.A. or Las Vegas. It's tough. And they start doing random shit. These Madden highlight verses. Remember the NFL highlight versus NBA? Oh, yeah, remember I remember that, yeah. It just wasn't really. It, you're right. They just kind of like took it too far. But now, and speaking of nostalgia, how you feel about, um, and I know how you feel about this, but Kenya Barris that did Black as Fuck mm-hmm. um, is doing the Wizard of Oz remake. Let's keep it a hundred, y'all. <laughs> Who the fuck wants to see Wizard of Oz? Let's keep it a hundred. Let's really just keep it a hundred. How many of y'all want to see Wizard of Oz again? I mean, yeah, the classic is the classic. And, then I, and why is why that? We got we, the Wiz. We got the Wiz. That style of movie, period, Wizard of Oz, if he was bringing it to a, a stage, bet. Because that musical play aspect of it, different. Like that, that realm of entertainment, a stage play, like Lion King can say, hey, they coming out with a brand new Lion King, a brand new Cinderella. Mm-hmm. We can bring acts like that to a stage because those are literally the, the places for that. Who wants to spend money on a movie ticket? It's not even about the money, but you know what I'm saying? Who wants to go sit in a theater and watch a modernized version of The Wizard of Oz? Do we really want to see that? Can we just come up with something else? Like, low-key... There's nothing wrong with it. Some I saw this tweet where this guy said remakes are about reliving the magic without having to rewatch something old. You can relive the magic of Jurassic World. I mean Jurassic Park with a Jurassic World because you get the magic of the dinosaurs, but you get it in this new new feel. Mm-hmm. So look, while the people do love Wizard of Oz, I want y'all to keep in mind our parents grew up watching Wizard of Oz. So you know who can go see the Wizard of Oz? Your parents. Old heads, baby boomers. Mm-hmm. You it's know the what I'm same saying? thing when they remade Jungle Book and Lion King. But you know what? They had the benefit of turning those into live action. There was a certain element so of... So it's like, all right, well, I know this story. I guess I'll yeah. see the live version of it. But even that, that was already live action. So my thing is, like, I don't get how we modernize The Wizard of Oz 1. 2. What's the fucking point? That's my thing. Like, it's like, I'm not going to sit on here and shit on black creators and what they want to create. At this point, fuck it. Like I said, well, remember we was talking about Daniel Kaluuya wanting to do a live action Barney. A Barney, a Barney horror movie or something a like that. A Barney horror movie or some shit. Because what if he doesn't love you all the time? It just looks like we are in the Great Depression of filmmaking. <laughs> They about to make a live action Barney. And ha- do y'all have y'all seen what this dude Kenyon Barris has done? All right, I'm not shitting on him, but like, I'm also not confident. You know, I'm not really too confident, nor do I give a fuck about it. Like, what I really, what I really, go- am I really gonna want to see it? Nah, yeah, they remade the color purple. Nah, the color purple remake was full play though. That makes sense. It's a musical. It's a musical, but it's also on stage. No, Terrence, they took the people on stage and they're making a movie. Oh, yeah. It's Fantasia played Seeley on stage and now she's playing Seeley in the movie. But the movie is a musical. But the movie is like a musical. They got her in it, a couple of people. It's a, it's a crazy thing, especially at our age, y'all, where we were able to be alive to see like 
these movies when they came out versus now they're being remade. And that's the thing about even people that, like at our age, it, it makes me feel like, damn, what movies are going to be coming out when I turn 40, when I turn 50? Right. Because they're going to run out of shit to remake. We've been in this remake phase since, what, 2018, 17, even earlier mm -hmm. than that. It's all over the place with entertainment. Look at the music that we're talking about. Vibes, concert, verses, capitalizing off old shit. People using nothing you know but saying? old ass samples. Old samples in the music. You know that what I'm saying? That first class joint by Jack Harlow. The joint by, the joint with uh Christian Combs. He just gonna do every song his father once did. He probably about to just mix that shit. Uh and now and of course with the movies, we got mad nostalgia, but even with the games. Some of these games, like this new Madden that's about to come out tonight. They, they will bring back shit that was in old games and call it something else. This time it's called like precision passing or lead your receiver to the place that you want to be. This is something that has been in Madden before. They haven't done shit with that game. That game, EA, that's a whole topic. But EA just fucks everything. Now, all the new shit they keep saying, yo, it's crazy. Your boy Eric Rayweather, shout out to him. He's been covering Madden for years. You can actually choose what gritty you want to do because Jamar Chase's gritty is a little... Yeah. All right. For me, I would just enjoy watching some new shit that just makes me feel like, all right, bet this is incorporating some new shit with maybe the same old story. Like the John Boyega movie that's coming out with my girl, Nicole Bahari, Underrated Queen. Uh, it's I'm robbing a bank. I'm handing you the no A. Hey, give me all the money. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Do you know how many people don't even go to the bank to deposit money? How about we capitalize on some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like make it a bank robbery movie, but I'm still using like everyday new technology. Like I saw this article, uh, a DoorDash customer received drugs with his DoorDash order and he didn't really know what to do with it. So he like called the cops or some shit. But I said, think about... I, I immediately thought how dope of a movie that would be to just start. You got a regular dude in his crib on the phone. He door some shit. He get his food. They leave it at the door. You know what I'm saying? You hit leave at the door. He goes to the door to get his food and his drugs, right? Mm -hmm. So you pick the drug. He, he picks the drugs up. He comes inside and he's like looking at the fact that it's kilos or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And like he realized he don't get his food. And then look. Somebody knocking at the door, and when he look at the peephole, it's like somebody standing outside, and now you're in the middle of some shit, and you was just trying to put in a DoorDash order. Yeah. So now he, like, packed the drugs up, and he's like, yo, was there some, some food delivered here? And he's like, nah. You know how people be lying? Uh, nah, I don't know what's here, because he gets scared to say he have it. Now you in the mix with the drug dealers. with that, yes. Because, look, the nigga who was doing Door, DoorDash work for the... And you just got caught in the mix of the real world technology shit. It don't got to be this crazy immaculate story for me to sit down and say, hey, did you see that movie with the door dash? The dude with the door dash? He tried to order some food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would rather watch that than a new Wizard of Oz. We already know what the fuck happened in Wizard of Oz. Yellow Brick Road, Dorothy, Clicks Heels. All right. How old are we? Kenya Barris is how old? I bet he's over 40. 100%. 100%. I bet he's over 40. Kenya Barris. Age. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. He's 48. Shout out to this brother. He's done a lot of stuff. I think I've never liked Kenyon Barris's, con Kenyon Barris's content. Never. 
I, res I respect Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson and the success that they had with Blackish. But even that, I felt like, all right. You know? Yeah. So him, and then he did the show Black as Fuck. And that joint was terrible. That shit was horrible. So a modernized Wizard of Oz coming from you? All right. Mm -hmm. And the bad thing, it looked like we hate on all creators. But y'all got to understand, we're not getting the best shit. Nah, especially when you come from where we come from in terms of what we learn. There's a hell of niggas that hit me up that um, are going to film school or in school saying, yo, I'm really trying to like do this shit, but what do you think type shit? Yeah. And when we was going to film school, we had, think about what came out when we were in film school. Um, we can't, what, what can't, think about, name some movies that came out when in we between were. between 2012 and 2014, because that's when we went to school. Yeah. I think we were in the prime of television between 2012 and 2014. Breaking yeah. Bad and Game of Thrones were still on. We're still on, yep. You but had, Denny Villeneuve had Prisoners come out. In 2013 alone, you had American Hustle. Django came out. Nah, Remember yeah. Remember we had um, motherfucking Dallas Buyers Club. It was in that, thir that 2013 superhero phase. So we had like the third Iron Man Fucking we did. We was in the middle of the um, of the her. Remember her? Yeah. It was it was great ass movies coming out. But look, it's still good movies coming out now. That's not the shit on that. For me, mm -hmm. it's more so about the black movies. We grew up on such good black movies. Oh yeah. That now it seems like all of our movies are either about trauma or hey, we're black. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, did you know I was black? Yeah. Okay, oh, we black over here. This is what we deal with. It's like, it's not just us being black in movies anymore. Back in the day, like you said, that you said a good thing where you talked about the golden era of black cinema, where it was like the nineteen, the end of the nineties into the early two thousands. Yeah, eighty nine to two thousand three. Movies like Love and Basketball, all the way to movies like you know what I'm saying, The Brothers, Coach Carter. Mm -hmm. I look at as a black movie. The Wood. The shit, the wood, the shit that we, the, the, the movies that we grew up on, Best Man, it wasn't so much about them telling everybody they was black. Mm -hmm. They was just black and the movie was good. Feel me? Now it just seems like we get either something that's being remade, but now it's going to be black. Yeah. We're bringing this back for a part two. I think they're doing a Best Man beach or Best Man a best vacation or some yep. shit, you know? The game has become a joke. That's why when he said... What make you think you can take the game that I love and, and turn it into, into this? Like, can't you have some class? That's, like, that's the that is that's, that's why it. that scene is important. Nah, yeah. And then, like uh, like you said, like the wood has nothing to do with the fact that I'm black. They get pulled over by black cops. And the issue is that they had weed. The issue <laughs> is that they had weed. It was never about, oh, y'all black, so you know. It was never about that. And I think now we get so caught up in all these movements and trying to pander. That's why I modernize Wizard of Oz. So what, y'all going to have the uh, the Scarecrow get arrested because he's brown? And he's, he's going to be gay. You know what I'm saying? And he's yeah. going to be really in love with the Tin Man because we got to. Now everybody, there's such a push for uh, representation. And that's why a lot of these filmmakers that are traditional, Scorsese, Tarantino, they doing period pieces. Yeah. And that's what I, I can said. Get, and you, and you yep. said that. I said it on Twitter. Because I can get away with saying, 
fuck these people, fuck that people, because it was 1970. That's mm -hmm. how it was. And I can get away with something as simple as robbing a bank in the 19... Look at uh, the harder they fall. I can get away with a bank heist. I can get away with a... Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Us shutting down a mall and we doing all of this and relying people people flipping their phones up. It's mm -hmm. easier for it's easier for me to prove to my artists that this is believable. These days, oh your bank, uh, you know what I'm saying that we we robbing a a bank. All the cameras around. If you're not gonna bring those into play, it make your plot harder to harder mm -hmm. to believe. Cause you know what we gonna say? Look at when we was watching you and you. That dude said something like, oh, I know you, I know you. And remember, he killed the dude outside the little big-ass glass building. He just stabbed the dude and put him in the bushes. It was like, yo, he would easily be seen by somebody. Yeah. Or it's got to be some cameras on this street somewhere. There's people dying. This motherfucker got his phone on him. He's texting the girl. He's figuring people out. You right. can't do shit like that. Not no more. With all the ring cameras, Vivint, all the types of shit that's out here now, some of the shit that happens in these new movies. That's the thing. If you kill somebody, you got your phone on, they can trace where your phone was at. You know? If they say your phone was at the Madison Square Garden and niggas know that you have beef with a nigga at Madison Square Garden, you try to say oh, you wasn't there, they get your phone and they find out that your phone hit a tower at Madison Square Garden. Yep. You done. And that's the thing. They was figuring that out in 03 on the wire. That's the thing. It's just a lack of detail. That's why people will say, you know what? We about to make our new movie in 1975. Right. Well, they didn't have none, they didn't of, had none of that shit yet. <laughs> nah, but yeah. I knew that was going to be like a... Nah, yeah. One of those ones. Um, real quick. Do you remember when Wi-Fi came out? No. Since we, we kind of talking about nostalgia. When do you think we got Wi-Fi? I mean, you can get on your phone... And not plug into the Ethernet. Ethernet. Maybe 2000. Because it was. We ain't have Wi Fi on a PS2. Nope. You didn't even have online on a PS2. You couldn't play niggas online. We, had, we got Wi Fi put in our schools. I remember that. You used to have to go to the computer lab, and all of the computers were set up to Ethernet cores, and it was a computer room. Damn, that's crap. You didn't have Wi-Fi, Terrence, until seventh grade. You. Isn't that crazy? And that's 2007. Wi-Fi was invented in uh, 1999. But Wi-Fi enabled phones, smartphones, tablets didn't come out until 2007. Damn. We didn't, the first major partnerships with like Netgear and some of these they, those happened in 09. Really? I was talking to, uh, oh, you know what's crazy? You were in eighth grade when, when the first Wi-Fi phone came out. No, you were um, in third grade, 2004, first Wi-Fi devices. You were at nine years old, which is dope. Really? But um, y'all see, see the games? Not the games, but y'all see it. You see it? No coincidence. Nah. But... We were talking about how, damn, like, I was talking to Candace about this. I was like, God damn, it was. No, I was talking to my girl about this. And I was like, damn, it, we didn't have Wi-Fi. We didn't. And that led me to this next point. Do you remember what it was like watching porn without Wi-Fi? 100%. On that computer in the basement. We had to watch. Didn't we talk about this already? <laughs> no, we haven't. I feel like we have. But, yup, 
And let me tell you, watching porn on a computer where everybody is getting on it. And let me yes. I remember my mother was on the computer and I had some shit that I had went to, but I ain't played that history yet. And I think she was typing something. And you know what the history will come down, it'll show you all the the, the websites. That you've been to. Yep, so she you hoping she don't put a E. You hoping she don't put a B <laughs> booty. <laughs> and your parents, oh, so when they was learning how to type, they was looking at the key. Yeah. And you know what? Also, our parents were just oblivious to certain mm. shit. And you know what? We figured out how to use technology over them. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They they was you they were learning the technology with us. Mm -hmm. Let your let my kid have some. You know how many old niggas' phones have given me their phone? They used to give me their phones at Best Buy. I used to. They used to be like, man, see if you can go in my pictures and you're not even thinking about what you've been doing. Yeah, you're not. This nigga tell me, open his phone, his photos. He got <laughs> naked ass women all through his photos. Sometimes people that aren't from the internet, like literally you could tell this motherfucker was standing there taking these pics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're not even hiding your freak show in here, but I got you connected to the Wi-Fi. Get your ass on. You know what I'm saying? Because they you so know what? disconnected from this shit. You young niggas have it easy. We didn't have incognito windows. Nah, no problem browsing, shit. none of that. Hey, your mother couldn't save her Wells Fargo password because I'm deleting every history yep. cookie search. I'm deleting it all. <laughs> Tonight and every night. You get on the computer, it's like, damn, where all of the history at? This nigga must have been down think about it. Back then, they didn't have keychains where you could save your password. You had to write your password down. If you went to that website... You have to enter that password again. Yeah. We used to get away with it. Nowadays, y'all can't nah, do that. Nah, you can't do that. You can, you can delete the history without deleting the keychain, though. On MacBooks. You can delete the whole history and still have your passwords in your computer. That's for sure. You can do that? Yeah. You can't just delete all of the keychains now. Your keychain uh, is in your uh, Apple, Apple, what's the name? Everybody pulling out, man. What's, on, what's going on? Not gonna be a damn. You know what? It's whatever. But yeah, you could definitely, you know. But yeah, that shit was wild. That was a wicked time. Wicked times. I got something that's random. There is a tomato shortage, bro. Did you hear about Terrell, it? Terrell, let me talk about some shit. Hold on, wait. This is important. Okay. There is a tomato shortage. And you see how you you see what you're doing right now? You not even Because you went from Wi-Fi. Now you want to talk about a fuckboy ass tomato shortage. Remember when they said they had a shortage on lettuce? Okay, how much stuff involves lettuce that would affect you? This motherfucker don't even eat lettuce like that. There but is a tomato shortage. There was a breast milk shortage, and he didn't say nothing about that, y'all. I did. But also... Oh, he did. All right, back. Go ahead. A tomato shortage... Oh, shit. It's not bigger than a, the breast, than a formula shortage. That is true. But that's only for people that have babies. So, California, California is the single... Largest producer of tomatoes in the world. In the world. Get, <laughs> get this, though. <laughs> I hate this nigga. Um, they facing the biggest drought they've ever seen in a thousand years. And that's where the tomatoes come drought. from. And so it's getting harder to harvest. They can't afford the fuel, labor, and what it takes to just manually water. Yeah. It's like, motherfucker, we need rain. And so they're not growing enough tomatoes. And so they're saying that by 2023... We could see the biggest shortage we've ever seen in tomatoes. Let me tell you how you're going to be affected. <gasps> ketchup. You're not even thinking about this shit. Ketchup is fucked. Guess what else is fucked? The entire pizza industry is fucked. 
Oh, um, shit. You know how you go to Chipotle? Let me get mild, medium, hot. All mild, medium, and hot have tomato in it. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Taco Bell niggas, do you want a regular taco or Supreme? Supreme has tomato in it. You know what else has tomato? Lasagna, spaghetti, pasta sauce, marinara sauce. This, the Italians are going to riot because this, at first when they said ketchup, but because you know what's going to happen though? There's still going to be tomatoes. It's just going to start getting expensive, expensive as fuck. fuck for anything that got a motherfucking tomato on it. And then you know what they said? They said that the industries are starting to pull from the small cherry tomatoes that go in the salads. Yeah. There's a rush pull on those because of the influx of what we can't get from the fucking regular throw the tomato at you on stage tomato. Okay. So now they said you could face inflation for your Chick-fil-A Cobb salad that has the tomatoes uh-huh. on it. Any salad that has a dice. The Chick-fil-A deluxe sandwich. Telling you, some serious shit. Look at this motherfucker searching now. Tomato dishes. They got a whole list of shit. Bro, there's a whole tomato fucking union in California behind that one fruit. And I don't know if y'all know, like, tomatoes add a a dope-ass element to a sandwich. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? To a salad. Or, look, tacos. You might have to get them great tomatoes. Tomatoes and onions. Mm. Them bitches is up. Think about it. Tomato paste. You know how many dishes have tomato paste? Yes. Yeah, see? see, that's all I had to say. Go ahead and say what you had to say. Hans, Since you don't care about the pandemic. Hans, it's crazy how we was on them. Uh, talk about tomatoes. It's crazy how we ain't growing them. I guess these niggas really spent too much time throwing them. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo this nigga. Boo. Now they trying to throw them at me. What did you have? Bump you on the face. I guess these niggas growing acne. Terrence, no. No. I didn't say it was fly or, or dope. Would you rather fly or would you rather breathe underwater? I would rather fly because I'm terrified of the ocean. Okay. Now, let's think realistically. Would you rather fly Terrell Mallory, the podcaster, sitting right here with his bad mouth shirt on? Uh, would you rather be able to fly, you are flying, or you can breathe underwater? I would rather fly because I am afraid of the ocean. Why are you afraid of the ocean? Probably because you can drown. 70% of it we haven't seen. Okay. So I asked you a simple... You can get eaten. What's going to eat me in the sky? I asked you a simple question. I didn't ask you, do you want to be able to fly so you can be able to do this? Or go to the ocean and now you have to do this. I'm asking you, you have a choice right now. You can either fly or you can breathe underwater. If I could fly, I literally would give away my car. I would sell my car. Mm-hmm. I can fly. Terrence, this is the easiest question ever. I 100% would fly. I'm never in water. I was just at the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am not a nigga that's going to go way deep because you're right. You can drown. So I guess I would alleviate some fear behind drowning. But also, if the plane going down... I'm kicking the motherfucking exit door open, hopping out this bitch and flying. You're going to hope y'all land in water where you could also survive because you can breathe in the water, but you also might get eaten by a motherfucking blue whale or some shit. That's true. That's true. That's true. I would 100% fly. This is not even a question. You would breathe underwater? If I had the choice me right now, I I would choose to be able to breathe underwater. 
You want to know why? Who's going to fucking know? Who's going to know? Who's going to know that I can breathe underwater? Nobody except me. They're going to say, damn, that motherfucker been under there for a minute. He's got elite skill. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody. Look, if you fly, guess who knows? Everybody going to be like, that motherfucker can fly. You know what I think? If you think about Spider-Man or any of these villains, when you have a super talent like that, you're going to be, they're either going to try to use you for the United personal States gain. The United States you as a resource, for sure. They're going to yep. try to say, oh, we got the man who can fly. They're going to try to monetize the fact that you can fly. They're going to try to use you as a resource. Or guess what? If they can't use you as a resource or monetize you, guess what they're going to do? What? They're going to make an enemy out of you. They're going to say that motherfucker been flying around and that's why this happened. You fly and save a girl. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think Invincible and The Boys. And people have been telling me watch The Boys. I'm two seasons in on The Boys. I've already seen the two seasons. They didn't put that third season on, on my Amazon. And I don't know how to watch it. I don't know. Watch I don't it know. on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Or it, was on, it wasn't on my Hulu. It's on, it, it must no, it's be. on Amazon Prime Video, Terrell. It's not on Hulu. I don't know what it was, y'all, but they didn't have the season up there when I was watching it. And I didn't want to switch apps. But anyway, the best thing about those shows is they show the realism Behind. of being a super. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? As much Hancock as Hancock walks so they can run. Just 100. Look how they treated Hancock. He, that motherfucker had to get all the way to the fucking moon before they fucking <laughs> love his ass. It, that's the thing. The world don't fuck with you. That's why I said, you know what? I'd rather be able to breathe underwater. Nobody really knows. I don't want to have people thinking that I can fly. Hey, bruh, you can fly. F- pick me up and fly me to... No! You can get there easily. This motherfucker can fly. You think how many people would throw that shit in your face? He can fly. So, you see, he talking about gas. Like, you can't even complain about gas prices. Gas prices are getting high. This I wouldn't be complaining about gas. I would be flying everywhere. Right, but look, you can't live a regular life. Terrence, you're going to get in your car and drive to the gym. Your favorite song going to be Pinocchio Story. I wish I was a real boy. Why you flying? <laughs> I could, if I could go out that front door and fly to the gym with my gym bag and then fly back because I had some dope-ass wings. You know how many... Uh, imagine if you was a you're bachelor. You're going to get arrested. If you're a bachelor, are you going to get more hoes from flying or breathing underwater? I will get more hoes from being myself. If you need to get hoes by flying, you think they're going to be with you because, you can, because of you or because you can fly? Tens, if you could pick a girl up like a front squat, and hover up to the top of the sky and fly her up, bro. But she can't fly. The draw is gonna stay down here on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but look, she can't fly though. And on so matter, there's you a can. risk. And also, when put- Spider Man was swinging Mary Jane, Terrell, Spider Man got bit by a next level creature that turned his whole DNA into an unbreakable thing. That motherfucker tried to swing. He tried to go fly. His powers wasn't really working. And he fell and hit the building, hit the joint, and then hit the car. Got right up. My back. My back. Remember that scene? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do that. You can just fly. That's why I said, which means I can also land. You can fly. You can land. But you, look, you can't land hard. Or would you rather have four arms? Or oh, four why are le- you switching the joint up? I bet. Would you rather have four arms or four legs? Four arms. Hey, I could do more. But if I had four legs, I could move around way faster. What was the joint's name? Fuck with me. Fuck with me. I had four arms. Oh, beat oh, your like, ass. Like Goro? Goro. Goro will grab you with two He'll arms. He'll grab your torso. And then bow. <laughs> bow. And then throw you with the other two arms. Yeah. 
That was an amazing fucking thing. And the Mortal Kombat movie was actually dope. The Mortal Kombat movie was fire. It was. I did have one thing that I wanted to say. Well, how about you just say it, dude? Oh, well, you go ahead. No, nah, go ahead and say it. I ain't got nothing. Um, real quick, not really a story time, not trying to be preachy, but I had like a little bit of a, a revelation before we get to like the sports movies and shit. Um, I was on the plane, right? Yeah. We flew JetBlue and, you know, you, you go, you get on the joint, the joint docks, you pull away, you go out to the little tarmac and you go up. The dude came over the intercom and was like, once we hit 10,000 feet, yeah, everybody can just, you know, figure out, you know, what, what, everybody just relax. Once we hit 10,000 feet, uh, we'll have the, you know, such and such come around and we'll, you know, make sure we get che- everybody checked around, but we're going to leave the seatbelt light on for a minute. And then once we get 10,000 feet, I'll turn it off and then you're good type shit. He said that before we even took off. Yeah. But... Once we got, like, so, like, the plane take off, we going up, it's a little rough, because we was leaving Puerto Rico, and it was, it was like, rainy. Yeah. And coming into D.C. through wherever we was, it was rainy. But it was, like, rough, and then we kind of, like, leveled out, and we hit that 10,000 feet, then boom, boom, the fucking seatbelt light come off, and then all of the fucking agents get up. And that shit made me think about, like, my life. Because I was like, damn, like, think about what we do. Okay. Everything, so you have this business idea or you have this concept, and this could be for anybody. You're trying to move up somewhere or whatever. You're trying to get this shit off the ground, and it's rocky as fuck. You you might be still docked at the motherfucking joint, figuring it out. You might be rolling down the shit. You might be, like, on the way up type shit. Yeah. But you go up, and then you get to a point where you level out, and then, like, once you hit that 10,000 feet, and you fucking just, now you in cruising crow and the fucking seatbelt light come off. I felt like, damn, like. And you get I, free to do whatever you want. Yeah. Because now, guess what? Snacks. You want ginger ale? Pretzels? Chips? But you can't. And it's like, we all comfortable here. Okay. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And it made me feel like, damn, like, have I hit 10,000 feet and I'm just Comfortable? At that point, I guess it depends on if you got turbulence. And that's the thing. Like, I'm not even trying to be preachy. I'm just, You're 100% being that guy. Do you ever see that I'm dude? just saying. I'm not trying to sound like the, like the, uh, the youth pastor. You're 100% being I'm a I'm not youth talking pastor. about God. Don't let this nigga step on my the point. The youth pastor don't be talking about God. Maybe he said. I, I just Sometimes we all need to. Nah, bro. Dead ass. I told my girl this shit. I said, damn. Nah, Once that's, you hit that 10,000. Motherfuckers get comfortable. And I knew you was going to try to step on me and, and, and I'm not stepping me. on it. But if you got an idea or some shit and you're working on it, you might still be docked at the motherfucking joint. You might be going up with it. But you're going to get to a point where shit is working a little bit or you might be like stagnant mm-hmm. where you might be comfortable. I'm not saying I'm not, I don't have the recipe. It. All no. I'm saying is to realize when you hit that shit and then you can make a decision. That's why I because low-key, you could be at your 10,000 feet at your job. You niggas at work. Yes. Or exactly. for everybody who might be working somewhere and you feel like, damn, I come to work with no type of worries. I know what I'm doing. It's not even really a challenge. I don't feel like I'm being challenged for real. 
You could be sitting there at your 10,000 feet with the seatbelt light off. Seatbelt light off. You done got snacks, ginger ale. And let me tell you something. Like, I know people that have bought the podcast equipment. Yeah, we getting ready to start. You done already bought the equipment. You said you was getting ready to do photography. You done already bought the camera. Nah, yeah. So you done already took off, but then you just kind of leveled out. And the thing about it is, like, we, we had a rough takeoff on our last joint. But once you hit 10,000, you forget about all of that shit. You just, you completely forget. Once the snacks come, I don't forgot about that shit. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. And it's like, the snacks to me, don't. I don't know how I can correlate the snacks with your life. But it's I guess even, it's like the fruits of... It, not even, it doesn't even mean anything. It's just the fact that we are comfortable enough to now focus on, yeah, fuck it. We just, we, was, we basically cooling it in the air. We not worried. Nah, yeah. And I, the only thing that I wanted to, to say that about was like the realization aspect of that. Realizing when you get there. Nah, yeah. But that's all. That to me is some real shit. Once you get to your 10,000 feet, seatbelt light come off, you can definitely get comfy as fuck. But at a certain point, you know what I'm saying, you're going to come down. Turn that motherfucker off or you're going to hit motherfucking storm. No, at a certain point, you have to come down. I don't think that nothing stays at 10,000 feet. That's a fact. That's a fact. And the bitch ass nigga was getting ready to try to step on my point. I wasn't. When this bitch the nigga said, nigga I'm not being preachy about... after preaching. You got to keep it 100. You are. I wasn't even trying to be preachy. I didn't say nothing about God and make sure you do this. You can't be the nigga I'm that just that's talking about self I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I feel like only. Hold up. You said that right after being. That's all. I fuck with that. I fuck with that 100%. You got a uh, movie suggestion for this week? 100%. Want it? Why do I always have to... <laughs> why do I always have to go first in my movie suggestion? I'll go first. Because I have a movie suggestion. Finally. All right, bet. My movie suggestion of the week is A Perfect Storm. Damn, um, are you kidding me? Yes. Are you dead ass? Yeah. You dead ass. Look. While my movie suggestion of the week is, is The Perfect Storm. For real. Did yes. you watch it? Yes. You watched it? I'm not finished. What part are you I'm rewatching. I'm like halfway through. Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg George Clooney, Diane Lane, um, Ryan, um, the dude from Step Brothers. The dude from Step Brothers. I think his name Dale is Dale from Step Brothers. Something no, O'Reilly. Yeah, Dale. Um, Dale from Step Brothers. It's you had just, the dude from Jason's Lyric is in it. He plays a Caribbean dude. John C. O'Reilly, yep. Um, this dude, John Hawks, what was he in that we know? He's been in a bunch of shit. It's a specific movie this motherfucker did that I know. Anyway. Wasn't he just in? Wasn't he in Identity? And they tried to say it was him? Yes. Yeah, he was in Identity. Yeah. He owned the motel. He, Nah, he got up. He got to the motel. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, you're right, you're what right, are you talking right, about, Terrence? Right. He owned the motel. <laughs> you're right. Anyway, perfect storm, big boat. No, I'm sorry, little boat, big wave. That's all I'm gonna say. And all I'm gonna say is this too. That's crazy. We have the same movie suggestion. I got another one too, but that's crazy. For the first time, we have the same movie suggestion. Yep. We didn't even plan that. Me and Terrell grew up on the perfect storm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When did it come out? Look and see when it came out. Back when that joint came out, me and Terrell, that was one of the first movies that I said, damn, like this joint intense with a boat. We used to go fishing all the time. We were six. The best way that I was, the best line that I could give to you is 
it's like watching Jaws without the shark. Feel me? That would be boring. Right. It's not as fun That's as... That's not a good line, It's man. not as fun as Jaws, but it seems like that it existed in the same universe as Jaws, if I could, if I could say. I feel like that same boat on them ways, with that crew... Yeah. I felt like that, like the crew, the crewmanship, if that's a word. Yeah. That crew made me feel like I was watching and almost like a perfect storm is in a, a, the same universe as Jaws. It's not Jaws, but almost like it exists in the same universe. Like they could run into that Jaws crew. We love our, this is our crew. You know what I'm saying? That's their crew, whatever. I love Perfect Storm. It was great. It's great. Small Boatsmanship. Boat. Small boat, big wave. 100. Like, if you love Captain Phillips and movies where there's like leadership on a boat type shit, and shit then it's like a, it's got a the cast is so decorated. George Clooney is the captain. Mark Wahlberg is the young. It came out in two thousand, so Mark Wahlberg was what twenty five, twenty six. He was Wahlberg. still beating up. Um, All right, come on, Terrell, come on. <laughs> but it's a good movie. It's it a great movie. My second movie suggestion of the week is going to be Day Shift. Jamie Foxx, the new joint that just hit Netflix. It's number one on Netflix. I haven't seen the whole thing. i only seen the first five minutes of it. But I'm just going to put that out there for all of us to go and try to check out. It seems like it's something different. You know what I'm saying? Basically, he's a... Um, it's almost like a comedy zombie joint. I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan, believe it or not, y'all. So I'm going to try to support it. I don't know if it was good or not. I just say we all check that out. You know what I'm saying? He's a, it's like he's a pool guy, or he does what he can to find certain vampires or zombies, something like that. Oh, it's one of them weird joints. Okay, yeah. That joint, bro, you haven't seen the trailer or nothing for that? Mm-mm. You're already bad. Y'all go watch that joint, Day Shift. It's a reason why. Uh, James Franco, little brother's in it. It's all right. We're going to see what that joint's about. At least the first five minutes of that joint. I said, oh, all right, bad. We getting grizzly off the, er- off the early. All right, come on, so let's rock sports. Uh, my bad, y'all. Perfect Storm is on Netflix as well. Yep. And so, making it easy. And if you canceled your Netflix, I don't, I don't understand that because I've, I can't, I could never ch- c- cancel my Netflix. I'm sorry. I don't I couldn't know. cancel mine either. Yeah. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up, nigga? I want to give a shout out to one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, LeBron James. Signed a $97.2 million extension with the Lakers. I think it's 72 guaranteed. I think it's fully guaranteed. Okay. I don't know how much of it is guaranteed, y'all. I didn't even see that. I just know he's going to play these next two seasons, so he's going to get that money. And I know whatever was guaranteed in this deal made him the highest grossing player with guaranteed money. He's made over $500 million guaranteed on the court. It's never been done before. LeBron James is the biggest businessman that the NBA has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about outside the business endeavors. I mean, the NBA has paid LeBron more money than anybody. Yep. Jordan got his money from, you know what I'm saying, his deals. But Bron has made fucking money. And if you think about how much money Bron brings to the NBA... 
I just think you have to put respect on his name there. When it's all said and done, mm-hmm. we call him go. We call him Jordan the goat now, just because LeBron still lacing him up. Once Bron put his shoes on that, on that, you know what I'm saying? That power line and his his those LeBrons are, are hanging. If he come, if he gets, if he takes the scoring title, like the the all time scoring title, then I don't even give a damn if he don't even get that. He's he's gonna be known as the greatest of all time. Yeah. And I think um, what's dope about this deal that he has is that it's a two-year contract, but it gives him a player option for the 2024-2025 season. So uh, it'll make him a free agent the first year Bronny can declare for the draft. Oh, wow. So you already know what Bron thinking because he said Come on, it. Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Wizards. Can you all imagine going to seeing Bronny and Bron play in and, Washington, D.C.? And they get the Capital One. And look, he's the president. He's like on some presidential shit, D.C. <laughs> y'all know it. Anyway, hey, that's dope because you know Bron wants to play with Bronny. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Give me that option to be a free. Free me. Bron, I don't think, I think right now we look at, I don't think there's ever been. Look, think about when Bron entered the league, I think 2003. Mm-hmm. There has not been a player more like polarizing in the league. More than Braun. When Braun leaves, even Braun was polarizing when Kobe was still playing. Ray polarizing since 03. And and them them Celtics. He has been that dude since he entered the league. And I don't think who's gonna take his place. We was looking at Zion Williamson dunking on them white boys, and we said, all right, this LeBron too. Uh But LeBron, even that was like, no. He definitely doesn't have the longevity. I give him a couple more years. Doesn't finish the Pelicans contract. He's 300 pounds. Braun is one of a kind, man. He's the greatest of all time. I'm just going to stand back like that. My favorite player of all time is being Brian, but we're going to have to give it to Braun when it's all said and done. And the money speaks for itself. On the right, no, we're going to reach a Billy first. Already did. I told David Stern the spiritual shit really work. Alhamdulillah. I pull up to the job. All right, Terrence. Bronny Braun. <laughs> All right, look, this is another thing. WNBA playoff starts today. Actually, it started on Wednesday. It starts with my, my, my Mystics are playing tonight. Uh, my Mystics played last night, if you listen to this. And we hopefully got that W over the Seattle Storm. You know, they've been whooping our ass all year. We beat that ass one game. Got to come back and beat them again. If it's any time for you to start watching the WNBA playoffs, it's right now. All of that talk about how, oh, the girl's not that good, or oh, I don't really think that I like it, or whatever. These are the cream of the crop right here. Sabrina Ionescu went out there and led the Liberty against the uh, Chicago Sky, number one team in the league. Do y'all know that Kobe was, like, really a fucking advocate for Sabrina when she was in college, and now she's in the WNBA? Just making waves, dog. I think right now, if you want to watch the WNBA, or you want to try to figure out what, we, what all the hype is about, it's time to watch right now. And I have a special shout-out to the WNBA women because, for real, for real, I feel like y'all are leading. Y'all are, y'all are the young pioneers. If I'm speaking to anybody who is a WNBA player or any WNBA player that might even come across this, now in the future, they lead the way and they are being pioneers for the future. One day, bro, the WNBA will be bigger. It will be more of a nationally known thing. You will see people... Wearing the jerseys, going to the games, supporting the teams the same way we do the Nationals and the Capitals and all these other people. You will see 
more and more people gravitate to that league. And I'm letting you know right now, them chicks that are out there lacing them up right now for these different WNBA teams, they are the young pioneers. They going through this when nobody's watching. Everybody wants to shit on them and say that they don't give a fuck. All right, bet. Cool. At one point, y'all didn't give a fuck about, at one point, humans, we didn't give a fuck about the NBA or the NFL. But they had. And they all had to grow. That's true. More talent, more viewers. You'll see. I, I, I just, well, yeah, you're right. What happens when the WNBA gets a LeBron James of their own? You know? Somebody that just comes and it's like, yo, did you see that girl playing? Hey, look, I don't watch the WNBA, but I watch her play. You know what I'm saying? Just wait. A lot of people did that. A just lot of wait. Were like, a lot of people did that. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting to see. Well, guess what? Get fucked up if you want. Have fun watching the. Get fucked up if you want. Damn, I didn't talk about this, but I ain't going to talk about that. I don't want to. Negativity, we ain't gonna bring it to the uh, podcast. Okay. They say there's a uh, Lori Harvey sex tape out now. For real? And they say, fellas, if you search in, they say, all of your data is getting sold to China. <laughs> it ain't no Lori Harvey sex tape. That's what they saying. Big shout out to my Broncos. Just already know. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Hey, look, and very lastly, big shout-out to Nipsey Hussle, who got a Hollywood star on a Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. That don't have to be a big topic, but just letting y'all know that, you know what I'm saying, your legacy speaks for itself. I think if he wasn't doing what he was doing when he was here, he wouldn't get this opportunity. How many rappers that get gunned down three years later get a star on a Hollywood Walk of Fame? You had to be doing something right when you was here, you know? That's a fact. It's people that's rapping right now that don't have a star on a Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown doesn't have a star yet. Drizzy does not have a star yet. I think it's overdue for Chris. I think it's overdue being for, honest, for a lot of rappers now, but I'm just saying. You're right, though. We can admit this is a posthumous thing and that maybe if he was still alive, he wouldn't have it, you know? Mm-hmm. It just speaks to your legacy and what you're doing while you're here. We're not here mm-hmm. to say that Nipsey Hussle always deserved a star. Right. It's just when you move a certain way while you're on earth and you impact people the way that you do, mm-hmm. that legacy stick around and it can get you something like this. That's respect that I see. Yeah. I think they put his name on that sidewalk because they respect the name. So that's yeah. what I wanted to say. A beautiful that. thing. It's gonna wrap we it up for getting to it back here. It's gonna wrap it up for 114. Y'all please be careful out there. Take your vitamin C. Why you always wait to the end to say that? Because that need to be the last thing motherfuckers here. <laughs> Look, real now, we going up. Tonight, Friday night, we going live. Damn, I wanted to say this right. the pod, but... Yeah. <laughs>